Good Tuesday morning, everybody, and welcome to your D1T5 for December 1st. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's get right into it. Lost in the madness of Georgia Athletic Director Greg McGarrity's exit yesterday, Georgia President Jerry Moorhead appointed an advisory group to assist with the selection of a new athletic director. The 10-person group includes Deputy Athletic Director for Administration, Darius Griffin, a handful of UGA Athletic Association board members, faculty athletic representative, David Shipley, and notable business leaders. As far as who's a possible candidate, the athletic Seth Emerson, with Senior Deputy Athletic Director, Josh Brooks, Virginia Athletic Director, Carla Williams, UCF Athletic Director, Danny White, Texas Executive Associate Athletic Director, Arthur Johnson, who was a UGA grad, former football standout and retired Coca-Cola VP, Frank Ross, and former football student-athlete and athletic board member, John Stitchcomb. The Bulldogs' rivals outlet was Oregon Athletic Director Rob Mullins, UConn's David Benedict, Virginia Tech's Whit Babcock, and UAB's Mark Ingram, as others who could be in the mix. Rutgers economics professor Mark Killingsworth on what he calls utterly and completely reckless spending in the athletic department. Quote, the attitude seems to be that we have this little piggy bank over here with the academic program, and since we don't seem to be selling tickets or getting contributions, let's tap that piggy bank. It's like Vietnam, really. There's just no end in sight. Rutgers AAUP AFT president Todd Wolfson adds that it is, quote, malpractice, unquote, that cuts to university personnel are occurring while the athletic department debt grows. Since the 2007-2008 academic year, Athletics has borrowed $20 to $40 million annually from general university funds and student fees. Infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci believes full stadiums will be among the last things that you're going to see as we try to return to normal. Fauci targets the end of summer 2021 as likely as a full NBA stadium in July is cutting it close, but a full NFL stadium in September is possible. Virginia head football coach Bronco Mendenhall on the early morning cancellation last Saturday at Florida State. Quote, there's a lot of work that could still be done regarding protocols and regarding ensuring that when you make a trip that you actually have a chance to play the game. And it doesn't seem like too much to ask for anyone that's playing in college football to have their test in and reported negative before the opponent gets on the plane to leave. In COVID updates, the Sun Bowl is the latest postseason football game that will not be played. UTEP Athletic Director Jim Center says 10 false positives led to the cancellation against Rice last weekend. All 10 student-athletes who tested positive with antigen tests in Houston have since registered a negative PCR test. Adding, quote, Rice is the only UTEP opponent that asks visiting teams to test the day before the game in Houston. Boise State football is set to return to practice today, and Wake Forest men's basketball has paused activities. Austin American Statesman headliner Kirk Bowles calls the decision of whether or not to replace Texas head football coach Tom Herman the biggest challenge of athletic director Chris Del Conte's career. Bowles concluding, quote, Del Conte is more than a fundraiser and a social media master. I listened to a fan bugging him on Twitter about the plumbing in Section 6, but he's also behind the financial pledges to build a $175 million South End Zone football complex and the $388 million Moody Center that will be home to Longhorns basketball perhaps as soon as February 2022. But hiring and firing coaches will always be the biggest part of an athletic director's job. In some respects, this isn't Del Conte's first rodeo, but it kind of is on this biggest stage. You don't get the same scrutiny at a TCU or a Rice than you do at Texas or the $2.08 million salary. Screw this up and the fan base will be out for blood. And not just the coaches, it's in his hands. On an already open head football coach position, Vanderbilt Athletic Director Candace Story Lee says she'll be open-minded in selecting the Commodore's next head coach. 
noting that previous head coach experience is something she's interested in, but is not a deal breaker. Lee noting that an offensive-minded coach is something that the Commodores are interested in. Lee says she contacted football commitments over the weekend and informed them the next head coach will be in place as quickly as possible, hopefully, but not necessarily, before signing day. A pair of presidential notes. Texas A&M President Michael Young moves his retirement date up from the end of May to December 31st, 2020. East Carolina Interim Chancellor Ron Mitchelson will retire at the end of June. Though the search for ECU's new chancellor was put on hold due to COVID-19, it resumed in September and the Board of Trustees hopes to have a new leader on campus by the spring semester. And that is all for your Deep one Team 5 for Tuesday morning, December 1st. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a five-star review and let me know your thoughts by replying to your D1 Ticker email via the link in the podcast description or on social media at D1 Ticker. Be sure to check your inbox to stay up to date in what is going on in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we'll see you back here this afternoon.